Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Before we get started, you know, um, we definitely want to speak to some of the things that's been going on in our society. Uh, it reminds me of what Dr. Martin Luther King has said, that there is two split different Americas. In one America, you get to you get killed by sleeping in your car, selling cigarettes or playing in your backyard. And in another America, you get to storm the Capitol and no tear gas, no massive arrests, none of that. Uh, so I think it's obvious it's 2021. I don't think anything has changed. Um, we want to still acknowledge that. We want to still push for the change that we look at. Um, but as of yet, we have not seen it. Um, we want to continue to keep conversations alive and do our part. Shemmy, bro. Shemmy. Five hundred team. All right. Well, well above five hundred, Sean. Well above five hundred. Even though I did say, I'm trying I to tell you, say ten games. But regardless of what happens Friday, they're a well above five hundred team. So I, I'll give you props for that. I'll, I'll kick off the show with that one. There you go. You, right. you, so, you forgot to mention me, Shemmy, guys. Come on, come on. Shemmy. How could I forget? How could I forget? Shemmy has. Shemmy has shown me. Shemmy has shown me so many things. <laughs> He's shooting so well. When you when you emphasize it like the third or fourth time, that's when I picked up with it. What are you doing? He's the best shooter on the Celtics. <laughs> He's stroking it really good right now. All right, for real though, for real though, for real though, for real though. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell you one. I'm gonna put put one point out there on the real though, on the real though, and somehow tell me that I'm wrong. 
at the beginning of the season, I told you this team is going to be fine without Kemba Walker because why, Sway? Because they have Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. I fucking told you, okay? These players are ascending and ascending fast, and these are their these this this duo is just people people in Boston are underrating this duo still after the start of the season. And I don't get why it's happening, but I'm telling you, you're looking at one of the best duos in the NBA. I would put it right up there with Kyrie and Kevin Durant. I would put it right up there with you name it, honestly. Yeah, but could you could you say that a month ago though? I did say Yeah, but come on, man. I'm talking about realistically here, man. Like, even if you put a... If you you stack up the best duos in the NBA, they're not top five. Or at least before the season started, they weren't. Listen, Sway, I told you at the beginning, people are forgetting to project. That was my biggest thing. And we got in a little bit of an argument about projections and how the fact that Everyone's looking at what happened in the past and saying, oh, well, if you just have a 20-point score and a 24-point score, you're not going to get anywhere. But wait, this is Jalen Brown's fifth year in the league. This is Jason Tatum's fourth year in the league after being an all-star in year three. And being a tough-term player in the league, like, there there is is something to be said about – the way NBC Sports put this out there is stupid, and you have to pick pick one duo, right? Uh, there's a reason why Larry Bird and Kevin McHale are being compared to Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown right now because yeah. they have because Celtics fans are ridiculous. You know? No, 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 it's not. No, 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 no. But you missed. Hold on, you missed. I think you missed the point of that segment because I think they were talking about like the first duo to average. Or to score a certain amount of points after eight games since Larry Bird and Kevin McHale. I don't think it was. Yeah, yeah, I don't think yeah, they were comparing them, like saying that. No, well, yeah. They, they, yeah, they weren't comparing them on TV. Yeah, yeah. And then they put a then they put a tweet out that said, "Choose your duo." So yeah, that yeah. was a little bit ridiculous. Yeah, but yeah, I man. That's like that's I, like I, social media I, I, participation I, I, shit. Yeah, you know. Exactly. But but what I'm saying is is that you have superstars on this team, and this is the core it's trying to build around. And the fact that Boston is still Underappreciating Jason Tatum and Jason uh, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown is ridiculous. And I told you before the season to not underappreciate them. Look at where we are. They're averaging over 54 points a game combined with also improving their playmaking abilities. You call me crazy for thinking that they could for, for thinking that they could do that. And I, and I said it at 53. I, I think they're at what 52.5, but I said it at 53 points they, they have to, to be successful that the two of them need to average that yeah man I mean I do I do think that they're gonna get they, they've been getting they've been getting uh, a bump from different role players on different nights based on injuries but I mean the, the core of the team is there and you know what I, I will take the Celtics core duo over honestly 99% of the duos in the NBA today I think LeBron and AD uh, Kyrie and KD, and then it's Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum. We spoke about this last week. I don't think fans or analysts are underestimating or there's naysayers when it comes to Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. What was the knock 
since the offseason, even going into the first few games, it was like, who's going to be that third guy? And this week, the third guy has been either, it's a mixture of things, right? It's either Marcus Smart. It's either, you know, Payton Pritchard. It's either, well, Jeff Teague has been out a couple of games, but it's, it's, a, it's like it, the third. It was him in the first game of the season. Yeah. 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 So like the third guy, the third guy is like, it's like a, it's a back committee, so to speak. Joel, let me, let me ask you something though. Let me ask you something. When you got two of the top scorers in the NBA on the same team. I got you, bro. I got you. But, but wait, wait. And a solid, like, you know, depth isn't what you think about the Celtics, but the way they've been playing this year, there's been depth. There's just been one guy, it doesn't matter who it is, is going to step up and be that third guy. And they got plenty of guys that could step up and do it, you know? Yeah, but before before this week, though, there, it, the team didn't feel like they were, they were flowing. Like these wins that they, that they were coming up with, like the Milwaukee game, excuse me, you know, granted they were down in that game. The Memphis game, they were playing against a depleted Memphis team. You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't want to say that they were lucky, but like things bounced their way, so to speak. Right. And yeah, I think a good point too. I mean, they blew that, what, they had a 10 point lead and they lost that thing in what, 37 seconds? In yeah. The, in that fourth quarter. So yeah. then when you go and, and you look at the, uh, the Toronto game, like Toronto came out strong, you know, for whatever reason, Brad Stevens, you know, for the times that we, I've knocked him for not, not taking a risk, threw in there, trim on waters. And when they were down by like 12, 13 or whatever it was in the first quarter, he was like, yeah, okay, I'm a, this was a bad idea and threw in Pritchard and that whole thing. Yeah, it yeah. turned it turned around big time. Yes, yeah, so that, that's my thing, man. I mean, with with Payton Pritchard, I think that's so significant because that was my biggest concern. Not necessarily just the depth, but it's like when these guys have to take a breather. How are you going to bridge the gap to the second half or fourth quarter? And will the lead be so out of reach that you know what I mean, or the deficit be so out of reach that you're going to need Jalen to score twenty points in the fourth quarter? You're going to need uh, Tatum to take over, you know, down the stretch. Tatum has done that, but what I liked specifically about Wednesday night was that it was Tatum all four quarters, you know, consistent, yeah. consistent. And then third quarter, boom, 10 points right when they especially needed because they fell behind. And that, of course, kept them close. And then in the fourth quarter, that, that, I mean, listen, offensively, there were, there were concerns for me because I just don't know how consistent Grant Williams can be, how consistent Shemi, uh, Shemi Ojale can be. I didn't know how consistent Peyton Pritchard could be. Peyton Pritchard is the glue for that second unit to keep things afloat. I mean, the way he controls the offensive pace, the way he finds his teammates, the way he can sort of anchor uh, uh, the, the defense on the opposing end, and then, I mean, on the opposite end, and not only stop the bleeding, but even carry some momentum into the second half. I, I think that's been a humongous part of this as well, though. So yeah, and that can't be, we, we have to really go into that too later uh, about Pritchard and, and just how much it really means for, for a team like this. And another thing, another thing I want to add. Another thing I yeah, want to add to yeah. Another thing I wanted to add was the fact that injuries here. If it wasn't for these injuries, I don't think you'd be seeing that much of Pritchard, for example, right? Oh yeah, we wouldn't. You know what I'm saying? Pritchard. So Smart was out against uh, Toronto. Even the Kemba, Kemba injury. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but that we forget though because the season started off without him. So then you're just going by what you've been seeing. So no Jeff T, no Marcus Smart, and. The Celtics were still able to to dominate the backcourt, which was fucking great. It's awesome, right? And then against Miami, Miami, they pretty much dominated that whole that whole game, and still no Jeff Teague. I mean, Smart comes back, 
But then Pritchett again comes in and does the little things that need that that they give you that spark that 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 maybe that we didn't always see last season. And 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 I've loved the way from the the second Detroit game up until now, obviously because they haven't lost. It's the late game execution. The late game execution. Like even if they had lost against Detroit, I like how a play was actually ran. All right. Like even if Tatum, even if Tatum missed that shot, I would say, you know what? It's better than fucking, you know, a fadeaway 30 footer. It's better than, uh, uh, just him dribbling, dribbling, dribbling and then deciding to make a, you know, that ball was moving around. Picks were set and you saw, you saw like it, it was great execution. And, and then obviously the ball went in. So <laughs> that's your game winner. That's one example. The Miami, the Miami, like Miami, they go on a 13 0 run to take a 10 point lead. Yeah. They lost the lead, but it, I mean, they, the game, was tied with less than a minute left, but they never lost the lead. They kept their composure, which is something you couldn't always say in the Eastern Conference Finals or all, all playoffs, you know, basically, but more in, the, in, the, in that in that series against Miami. So that's a that's a uh, psychological thing that, that that that's good for this squad right now because I mean, this next game though, it's going to be a lot of people that are out. I mean, we'll talk about it later, but <laughs> gets so, interesting. So my my, my biggest thing, I'll, I'll give a little bit of a. Uh... A negative right now because I do think that. So here, here, here's where I am. Right, there is a reason why this team is six and three right now, and that's Jason Tatum and, and Jalen Brown. Right now, I, w- I will I will also admit that the parts that are making up the the other parts of the team that's not that's not reliable. Right, like you can't rely on Peyton Pritchard putting up twenty points tonight. Or Jeff T putting up nineteen points and I and all that all that stuff. So like I, I the reason why the reason why I, I fought with you, Sway, about the first ten games is like, no. This team has enough talent between the two stars to be a great team. But honestly, even with Kemba Walker coming back to this team, I don't know if you can have a championship. I just know that I don't think it's sustainable. I just don't think it's sustainable. But the talent on this team will get you to the All-Star break, especially if Kimba comes back, maybe before the All-Star break. If he comes back or not, this talent will get you to... to, to... Or not. I mean, if Kimba doesn't come back, I... No, I I think the team team will be fine without Kimba until the All-Star break. But if we're... we're, So here's here's where... No, I'm saying at the All-Star break. Okay. What's the feeling for, the, for for this team realistically without Kemba? That's a different fucking story, Sway. Because I, I, what I'm trying to tell you is that like they're not going to rush him back. It's not going to be like a situation like last season. You know what I'm saying? So like, no. it depends on the health of 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 everyone else. Not just like 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 scratch Kemba for a while. Like you got just you got to forget about Kemba you. for now. But I hear you. But I hear you. But I, but I think that Jalen Brown just did him one of the best duos in the league. Yeah, we. It, I think I think that's well established. I think we uh, we we get that. But but wait, but wait, but wait. It's probably better talent around them. If you put this team around uh, Anthony Davis and, and LeBron James, they'd be they'd be unstoppable. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I do think I do think that though, hold on. For playoff success, for fucking championship success, you need to first off get Kemba back and then second off you need to you need to make a move. Which I will say is fine. Yeah, but it's but too it's early. Not, it's, it's too early in the season. It's not a make or break type thing. No, I hear you, but it's too early in the season to, you know, to kind of look past February. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. I think right now, the reason why I say it, trying to see this team realistically bridge the gap to Kemba and have a record like this, you know, I think there's that that would be a, a huge success. If, if that's what being, I'm saying. You know what I mean? Like that's what I'm saying. Yep. I think it's realistic. I think it's possible. I just, I just Thank wonder. You. I wonder how deep into February we're we're really talking about coming. No, that's that's okay. My- well, well, I hear you. I hear you. So, like, I think that everyone freaking out about the beginning of the season. I, 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 I was not freaking out because I know we get enough talent on this team. But to be sustainable, right? To be sustainable NBA championship contender. When is Kemba going to come back? And even if Kemba comes back, like, now you're going to have, like, okay, I'm going to throw this out there, and you guys call me fucking batshit crazy or whatever, but if you can trade Peyton Pritchard... All right, bro. All right, uh, I'm out, bro. All right. <laughs> Are you serious? I'm about to be out, man. Joel, what do, what do you think? You've, you've had enough of the floor there, Sean. <laughs> Joel, don't you... Uh... Come out here and, <laughs> come out here and dance, listen, bro. Listen, 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 listen. Hold on. I see you got your dancing shoes on. Come on, here, bro. Before you go, motherfucker, this ain't, this ain't, this ain't no bullshit. <laughs> I'm telling you. We fucking got Daniel Tice playing a fucking... Dude, just going role. down this road is just going to make me so mad. That's going to ruin the episode. Like, I'm just saying, you got, you got a lot of players <laughs> that can be traded at this point and that maybe aren't playoff performers. And you know what? I love Peyton Pritchard. I fucking love. Him. I hate you, but see, you're, you're you're doing what I just told you that we shouldn't. What we shouldn't do is talk about the playoffs. Like Brad, right now, is trying to still find his line, lineup combos. He's still trying to to see who can he can trust consistently, and that's gonna be like this for this the way the way the Suns are playing right now. Like it's a bonus that they're winning the games. What Brad needs to continue to do is trust his bench because it just can't be all Jalen Brown. And Jason Tatum, as much as people want it to be, you know, they can't play all fucking forty-eight minutes. It's just that's not how that's not how this works. Right. The way the second unit has its bright spots, like if you find some continuity in there, which I I still think is possible. I, I haven't given up hope on Grant Williams. His slow start this season really surprised me, but I haven't given up hope there. Shemi Ojale, I mean, he's been in this league for quite some time now. We've seen this before. We've seen him have stretches like this. It's just being able to put it together on a consistent level, which he's been able to do. Through nine games, so you know it, it doesn't look as dooming as it did, you know, a, a week ago. This team, you know, life without Kemba. But again, I mean, and, and with this, I want to, I want to go right into our, our, our Pritchard conversation. Where would this team be without Peyton Pritchard? Let's keep it a hundred because Jeff Teague, whatever happened, you know, he's going to take his time a little bit, working his way back. Tremont Waters started and. Was shaky to say the best, you know, <laughs> out of that performance, right? At best, he was shaky. Hey, what is that? What is that? A knock against Pritchard? The fact that Water started there? No, I don't think it was more of that. It was more of like, all right, well, Trayvon, you've been around. You know, it was pretty much, you know what it was? It was almost as if Brad Stevens heard that episode of, of when I was going on about, you know what, guys? Give, give Trayvon his, his due. You know, let him get, he's, he, he worked his ass off last year. Steven said, all right, bro, you start. Let's see what you can do. Richard came in and literally changed not only the pace of the game, changed the complexion, and all of a sudden, like it was, it wasn't even like they were going on a well, huge scoring run. Definitely changed the complexion of the game. It wasn't like they went on a huge scoring run. It was like they had completely. I see what you did there. They had completely stopped. Like that was a funny joke. The other team's offense. Yeah, I know because he's white, but I mean, yeah. 
it wasn't like just the fact that he was scoring. He was setting up. He was setting up players. He was uh, playing defense, and that's had to score to be that effective. Exactly, like that's what Brad Stevens needs. Obviously, you want scoring because that's that was a big knock on this team last season. But that comes that's going to come with it with everything that Pritchard has been doing, especially this week. Scoring is just that's just going to happen naturally because he's either going to take the ball in himself, shoot it, or find the open man. And and I feel like. Tatum and Brown, they're better players when they don't have to set up somebody. Like if they're if the play is set up for them, that's just it's just beautiful to watch. But yeah, I do I do think that this team has been missing a little bit of a playmaker, right? Oh, well, obviously, that's, yeah. That, that's what we've been talking about. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's a given. Tatum and Brown, have, Tatum and Brown have been trying to like act as the playmaker, and it just hasn't been. They've been turning the ball over. Yeah, but you know, but you know what else though? Now, I'm, now, I'm I'm glad you brought that up. I feel like one. One game, it's Jalen that's gonna pass, 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 and obviously score. And then the next, the next game is gonna be Tatum pass, 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 and then score as well. Like they've been alternating, and I, and I think it, it's it has to do with how the games start because we 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 seen that Tatum sometimes it takes him a little while to get going. You know what I'm saying? Like Jalen Jalen can get going, I think, quicker than than Tatum can. But depending on how the flow goes, that's what you're gonna see. All right. Tatum's going to be a little bit more of a playmaker tonight. Or Brown's going to be a little more of a playmaker tonight. And then whoever comes off the bench first, it's usually well, a guard. Kemba comes back. It's usually a guard. Back, right? Yeah, I know. But but see, we, we can't think about Kemba right now because he's – Brad already said it last week or the week before, whenever it was. He, he's not coming back anytime soon. So Brad has got to figure out figure out these these lineup combos and, and again, put more trust in, in, in the second unit, especially, you know, that backcourt. How do, how do both of you, how do you, how do you guys feel about, uh, the thought that Pritchard can, can sustain this all year long? And maybe not just the, you know, the eight and three or whatever. Obviously those numbers don't drop out of you, but you know, if every, every six games or so, he gives you one of those 18 points, eight assists. He, yeah. He, he will be very, very important to the second unit, but I think he'll probably overtake Teague at some point. But, and I think also, the guard lineup, heavy guard lineup, will be help, healthy for the Celtics because they've been playing this big, big lineup lately. But I mean, all you need is Peyton Pritchard to record stats and be a big time baller for about ten to fifteen more games. Like if you can get ten to fifteen more games out of Pritchard and then then put him to the role that he's supposed to be on, like that will be huge for this team because then they're going to go into the 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 pre Kemba era with a great record and then when Kemba comes back hopefully you can extend his his run as just rehabbing right you can extend his rehab and you can be like okay we don't need you right now actually so take a couple more games off because we got this kid that's balling out right hey, I don't I, do I trust Peyton Pritchard in the playoffs to ball out I don't know but see that's right? too early it's too early to say because it's, it's a small sample size that's what I've been you know, yeah but to, to Sean's say. point though I, no, what I'm I, saying I, is I you don't need to relax yeah but but that that that's my point. I, I think getting to Kemba is longer than people most people anticipate because I, you know when he does come back, we're talking about a, a firm minutes restriction for I don't know a week or two, and that could be late February, that could be early March. Yeah, but if but if Peyton Pritchard can get you there, right? If he can get you there with solid right. play, and then you're not worrying about the fact that um, the fact that Peyton Pritchard has to be your number one point guard. Because he's honestly, let's be honest, 
Peyton Pritchett is the best point guard we got on the team right now. Like, if you're a point guard on the team right now, would you guys argue with me? Yeah, I think Marcus Smart is a better playmaker. Not a, not a better point guard. Not a better point guard. I mean, Marcus Smart is a, is a, is a, is a good, he, he, he does Marcus Smart things. And I love Marcus Smart, but I'm not going to tell you right now that he's been the best point guard on the team because he just hasn't been. I mean, he, he's been he's been doing his thing, but Marcus Smart is is we've proven time and time again he's not he's not a starting point guard on a championship team. Like he, yeah, but he, that's but like this is he's this, a starting he's a starting two guard. It's the same thing that has a real point guard with two great wings and a solid big man. It's like, the same he, thing you're talking about. It's the same thing you're talking about. You're talking about holding down the fort. That's what we're talking about. We're not talking about Smart's gonna you know be the starting point guard because we don't know when Kemba's coming back or going into the playoffs, et cetera, X, Y, and Z. Yeah. What I'm talking about is, put it like this, when it comes to Pritchard, how clutch would he have been for the Celtics last season in the playoffs? Coming off oh, the bench. He would have been, been huge. Then, huge then that's, then, 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 then that's what it, he's going to continue to be because he's going to get more minutes right now. He's going to keep earning more minutes. He plays yeah. defense. You we're know, yelling at each other for no reason. We're, we're yelling about the same thing. No, I, I just, oh no, I just feel like we don't have to think about we or Celtics fans shouldn't think about the playoffs this early because things, things well, look, listen, things look weird right now. I mean, look at the East right now. Look at the East. We talked about it last week. Joel, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, right? Everybody was hating on this team, saying they don't have enough to sustain while Kemba is out, and that is a false narrative. Because they it's not that false of a narrative because of what we saw. Like, I mean, the the, the fact that they're not even ten games in. Well, the, the, no, tonight's the tenth game. Technically, does a team have an irregular season? Like in terms of a full training camp, full uh, preseason, and then you go into the and, and go into the regular season. Like, honestly, honestly, if this team can go into twenty five games without their highest paid player. Their most tenured all star, and they can come out being like seventeen and seven. Like if that can happen with the role players that they have, and then you bring back a guy like like Kemba Walker, this team is a legit championship contender. Because I've been hating on people like Shemi Ojale, which Shemi Ojale doesn't look like Shemi Ojale this year. It's, who the fuck is that guy? I mean, he 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 literally looks like. He literally looks like my guy, Shemmy, man, always working hard. Yo, I'm telling you, he looks like a different player this year. And you know me, I'm the first guy to say that Shemmy Ojale should never get the ball ever in the rotation. And if he gets it, he's gonna pass. You're winning a lot of people. But but I'm just saying, Shemmy's been playing really well. And you know who else? Grant Williams has been really showing up, and Robert Williams as well, and and obviously Peyton Pritchard. So. I think that letting the young guys get a little bit of a of run where they're not they're not relied upon to be the best player every single night in night out, and you have two superstars that are probably that that if if Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum don't start the All Star game this year, there is no All Star game. Don't worry about that. Yeah, but they're still going to make selections though. Last thing I'll say about Pritchard, because there was no summer league. You know, you know that rookie wall that everybody talks about. He could hit that a little bit sooner than people are gonna realize. And if Jet Teague is is gonna be in and out of the lineup, Celtics gonna have to do something, right? I'm a, I'm a Jeff Teague guy, and 
I would be I would be shocked if Payne Pritchard gets less run than Jeff Teague until he until he hits that wall. Well, we shall see. I mean, injuries are always going to play a part here, as you can see all over the league. Well, let's do this then. Let's look ahead, Sean. Let's see if uh, this four and thing is going to actually happen. And uh, real quick, but as we're recording this, uh, let's send a prayer out to Seth Curry because he's been officially diagnosed with the coronavirus. So another blow to the NBA and the Sixers. And selfishly, Sean, another blow to our damn fantasy team, bro. What the fuck? Yo, when we drafted Seth Curry. This is what this is all about then. This wasn't about his health. It was about your fantasy team. Seth Curry is on our team. Oh, wow. Yo, what's, what, who is on our team? <laughs> Do you even know our team, bro? Yo, I'm too into my other one, man. Is Seth on my oh, other I think he's on my oh. other Yo, bro, Seth Curry was, Seth Curry, it was either Seth Curry or it was Eric Gordon, and you made us draft Eric Gordon. Yo, Eric Gordon's been balling, bro. You can't complain about Eric Gordon. Eric Gordon's been balling. When he's healthy. Joel, do you see why I'm a little frustrated about this fantasy team and why I'm about to bail out on this bullshit? Guys, 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 guys. You guys are the co you guys are the co presidents of the of basketball operations. Get it together. Come on. Two games into the season. Yeah, get a load of this guy. This guy wants to quit and, and he's the same one that's saying, uh, don't worry, the Celtics can uh, sustain this nine games in. <laughs> hey, week uh, two of week twenty two, you want out, you should be ashamed of yourself. Hey, all I know is that all I know is that we need to make some trades, Sway. So I'll know about you. You guys don't have a TPE, no? The next twenty weeks should be interesting. Anyways, Do we no, we don't. Well, we don't. Do we have a TPE? I'm, I'm about to trade Joel's Joel's contract, who retired five years ago for Luca <laughs> tomorrow. No. We'll be all right. We'll be all right. Guys, bring me, as like, a, bring me as a consultant. I can help you guys out. Come on. If we don't if we don't write this ship in like two to three weeks, bro, we might have to start tanking, bro. Oh. Sweet, we're 13th in the East. <laughs> 15? Out of 15, yeah. <laughs> That's not good. I'm telling you, man. I think we, I think we gotta start tanking. No, but you know what? <laughs> it's like, no. No, Sway, Sway. We gotta just ride the storm out because you know why? Right now. Dude, that's what are... I'm saying. I'm fucking with you, man. Of course we should. You, you, you trying to close up shop. I'm just pissed. I'm just pissed off about the injuries and the fact that fucking Marcus Morris, Rui Hachimura, Eric Gordon. I mean, think about that. You, that, those, those were like, those were like four through six draft picks right there, and they ain't playing. Yeah, it's a tough blow. All right, guys. I know as interesting as this is. All right. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna get to the, to, to the schedule. We're gonna wait for Sean to uh, Google the Celtics schedule real quick. Oh, I got a Google. Yeah, I know you ain't got that shit ready. I knew it. I got my hands in the end. I got a Google already. Oh, you got you got it. Oh, all right. Look at you. Check you yeah. out. I believe. Well, all right. Who we got? Who we got, Sean? You look ahead. You look ahead. And you see the subjects. Nah, man. Last week was better, man. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. He's going a little old school. Nah, know? last week was better, man. Dan a little Jeff, Frankish. Then Drea Bocelli was so much better last week. That was a little Frankish. A little, a little Sinatra, not Ocean. 
Yeah, okay, okay. I think I'm gonna say from from him directly because um, you know he's blind, right? Oh yeah, he's definitely blind as fuck. Yeah, mad blind, bro. Mad blind. Dumb mad blind. blind. Dumb blind. Dumb blind. <laughs> <laughs> so blind he can't even read. Okay. <laughs> so blind that he even closes his eyes from just just cause. So you know what they say about blind people? No, what do they say, Sean? They can't they can see. Hear, they can hear a lot better. Yeah, so all the senses, I, I, all the senses are heightened. Yeah. I also think that Andrea Botticelli can hear every every word that everyone's saying ever. Hmm. <laughs> At all times. Who the fuck are the others playing, bro? You know. Either way, all right. Celtics. Hey, <laughs> here we go. Celtics. So those those Celtics are going to be playing against who? Uh, Celtics. Celtics Heat. Celtics Heat. Celtics gonna be seven and three going up into the Heat again. Uh, back at home where they belong. Celtics versus Heat. Another Eastern Conference Finals rematch. Hold on. So the, you're talking you over there, bro. This is after the Wizards, right? This yeah. But the Wizards. Okay. We talked about the Wizards last week. No, I know, but. All right, Celtics Wizards. Wizards. Celtics at home. Russ is definitely. Are we, are we all gonna agree that's a that's a win? Despite I mean, the, we did we did last I, week. I mean, I, I mean, I, I guess technically Bradley Beal is a uh, is hot right now, fresh off his uh, career high sixty points. But they only won two games. They still lost that game. Yeah, and I think the same thing happens at TD Garden. What do mm-hmm, you guys think? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I hope he, I hope he puts up seventy one just to fuck Devin Booker, and then they still lose. I hope, I hope he I hope he doesn't. Yeah, I really. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't like that. <laughs> I, I like Bradley Beal. I like Bradley Beal. I wish Bradley Beal was in a better situation, man. I know that Joel's not a Bradley Beal guy. No, Joel's I know. definitely not a Bradley. No, you hate him. I don't hate him. I think he had a... You fucking hate him. Bro, just because I don't suck him off like you doesn't mean I hate him. I just... You fucking uh, I just think... I just think... I think he had his best season of his career last season, and he actually, fuck you know, off. complained a better... better. He became a better player, but... He's having a better season this year. It's only been a few games, bro. Relax. This is, this is your problem. You look way too ahead, and then you get too excited in the present. See Relax. About that. See about that. Take See it about easy. That, no, but you're the one that you 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 said that the Wizards were going to be like a fourth or fifteenth best team in the in the East. So you, you're writing you're writing them off already. Uh, yeah. It's all it yeah. takes. I mean, I think I think I think. Told you, stop doing drugs, bro. They'll be a playoff team. They'll I don't know why you thought team. they were top five. They'll be a playoff team, but uh, Russ doesn't actually seem too engaged. He, I mean, he, he's gonna get his money regardless whether he's yeah, there or somewhere yeah. else. <laughs> Are you surprised he's in Washington? You know, I, I think the 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 biggest question mark heading into the season was can because you you know he's gonna ball out, right? Will it materialize into wins? And and now that is not even though it's a small sample size, it's just kind of like well, where's it gonna go from here? Uh, yeah, no, it's not gonna materialize into wins. Unfortunately, I don't think, which is weird because you figure you get ninety points. Between two people, yeah, but they don't have enough talent around them. You're giving up a buck fifty in four quarters. I mean, not a recipe for success. Even even when your best player goes off for sixty, you still catch up. You know, hey, I'll I'll put it this way: that is an eight team in the East. That's eighteen and East. Not when you're not when you're letting uh, 122 points <laughs> being scored on you every single night. Well, you know, not also the, the Knicks and the Cavs have got off to a good start. Will they be there? I don't think so. Nope. Uh, we'll see what happens. Those are two really bad teams. 
Yo, you guys think the Spike Lee would have returned if uh, fans were allowed in the uh, in the arena the oh, way the, Lee, the way the Knicks Spike the way the Knicks have started Spike off? Would have never left. Spike Lee would have never left. He said he was no, leaving. They need, they need to they need to do something, man. They need to mend that fence. Otherwise, I'm gonna call it the Spike the, the, the Spike curse. All right, so who's next then? Being there, being there to get to get that offensive rebound. Being being in the right spot to get that to get that uh, offensive rebound for the putback because Smart did get fouled in that fucking play. By the way, yo, he did fucking. I'm sure we're hearing in case you miss, but you know what? These are Mil Palacios stands right now. Who? What? Pritchard. Payton Pritchard. It's on Mil Palacios status. I'd, I'd say more Greg Miner, but yeah. Uh, I'd say more Greg Miner than uh than the you other guy. You mean they want to put him on the Mil Palacio status then? That's fucked up. All right. All right, people. Uh, Sunday. So Sunday night, the Heat and the Celtics are playing. Then on Tuesday, we got Celtics Bulls. First time we'll see one of the Carter right here. <laughs> Uh, you said problem. Wendell Cart. I was like, yeah, that's not his name. Bro. We got a problem. We got a problem. Because the next two games after this is just tragic and awful. And I don't even know how I'm going to cope with it. But um, Celtics play the magic in a home-and-home. Home. It's a real home-and-home because home, Celtics are home both times. And uh, unfortunately, Markel Fultz will make the trip. Yeah, man, that's a that's a bad blow. Yo, yo this I, dude, I, that's Sean's boy, but man, yo, that's a tough blow. Yo, Sean, before the news even broke that you know it was official or what had happened, this dude was already tweeting out, you know, R.I.P. pouring out some forties. Pouring out for the home. That was funny. Though. That was good. I can tell. I yo, right tell. before, like right before they ever Joel, any anything was Joel. official. Joel. Come on, man, that's you your boy, tell. bro. That's my boy. And you jinxed him. It's when you see the injury. It's, I saw it and I said, "Nope, that that's bad." <laughs> and then Woj goes, "Hey, Markel Fultz is not going to come back for this game." And I go, "Yeah, I know, bro. I know. I know he's out. <laughs> I, I fucking knew from the second it fucking happened, man." Yeah, I know, bro. I know. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, Joel. You don't, you don't even know. I'm tied into Markel Fultz. I, I watch, I watch so much. Markel you wanted him. Fultz. You wanted him over Jason Tatum. I know. I know. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> you wanted, you wanted things to stay the way they were. Yeah, yeah. You wanted, you wanted, you wanted Fultz, and you wanted an Isaiah Thomas backcourt. I remember. 
So I was like, what's wrong with this? This is right. it. <laughs> so hear me out. Yo, they can play off. They can play off. They can play off. You know, they can play either guard position guy. Come on. You know, you're pairing with Marcus. That's your backcourt. Like, what's wrong? With no, this? no, no. He wanted it. He wanted it and faults together. Was I wrong? <laughs> oh, you know, not Marcus. It. It. <laughs> Was I wrong about Markel Fultz? Either either guard can play off the ball. Either guard can play off the ball, guys. Come on. Hey, I was wrong about Markel Fultz being the best player in draft, but I still got to for the guy, you know? I just want to see him succeed. Well, it's good to see that, you know, he, he, he relearned how to play basketball. But now, you know. You know, you know, you know what, you know what, though, gets me about Markel Fultz is that, like, everyone wanted to shit on him. Like, <laughs> he can't fucking shoot all this shit. And, like, you know, like, he went through, like, a freaking crazy thing with the Sixers. And I feel like he found himself in Orlando, and then this happens. That's a tough fucking hit. He just got he just got his extension, so he's good. He's good. Yeah, well, he's not good because he fucking tore his ACL, bro. He's not good. <laughs> <laughs> he's good financially, you know. This episode of the Causeway Street Podcast is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Right now, we have the NFL playoffs this weekend, so you don't want to miss out on any of this action. That's right. We got Wild Card Weekend in the NFL, of course. Sean, I know you're excited about this. Got the Colts against the Bills, the Rams against the Seahawks, and of course, the Bucks against the Washington football team. <laughs> I still can't believe they didn't come up with an A by now. But uh yeah, you can win plenty of money here, guys. Head to BOL right now and lock in those bets. So don't, if you haven't, miss out on betonline.ag. Right now, when you head to betonline.ag, use the promo code CLNS50, and that will get you your 50% welcome in bonus. Head to betonline.ag. Don't forget the promo code CLNS50 to get your 50% welcome in bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. And don't forget to use that promo code CLNS50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Betonline.ag. Your online sportsbook experts. That's funny, but you guys, you guys are ridiculous. All right. So, uh, what do you got? Hold, hold the fuck up, Sway. Don't fucking talk shit. Because we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about a real quick, legitimate prediction. Like I told you, I told you all, I told you all. I am not going to just say, One's at home and one's away? Yeah, the Celtics are fucked on the schedule, all right? Yeah, but right now, right now, it gets a little cushy, you know? 
So which one? Which one is first? The home or the away game? Home against the Heat. And then they got Monday off. Then they got Tuesday against the Bulls in Chicago. Then they then they go back home on Wednesday, back to back. But they go back home on Wednesday and they play the Magic at home. And then they play the Magic again at home oh, shit. on Friday. All right, they're gonna go three and one. They're gonna lose one of those magic games. Orlando always gives them problems the last couple of years, the last few years. Yeah, three and one. Yeah, Orlando's the kind of team that would just like blow you out. Yeah, Orlando. Something about Orlando. Yeah, it's just they just felt like it that day. It's always oh, uh, they always they always start this way. Yeah. All right, bro. You know, I'm just trying to be real. I'm trying to be real with you guys. I think it's gonna be four and zero. Shocker. I think your New Year's resolution was to say four and zero. Every eight single game winning streak? No, I'm not. Game. Yes, I think it is an eight game winning streak. I'm not. I'm, yeah, cause, because technically, you still haven't. You still, we still don't know how they're going to do against the Wizards. Hey, so if they lose. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> the Knicks on Sunday may not be a great thing. Okay? Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. I think the Knicks on Sunday at Madison Square Garden. Oh, wait. The Knicks on Sunday at TD Garden at 1 p.m. could be a trick game, but that ain't part of my prediction right now. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's nothing we've been talking about. <laughs> all right, all right. Well done, Sean. Well done. Uh, a little extended version of Dukes uh, looking ahead, but you know what? I'm not surprised because I knew you would hop on and talk your shit as you should. You should. I stand corrected. Wait, why should I suck my shit? Because this team ain't fucking five and five for the first ten games. You fucking. They haven't played ten games yet, motherfucker. So we'll just take it easy. Right? I know, right? Oh, they, these the and even hey. if they, and even if they was, you wouldn't be wearing anyway. So then, what are we talking about? Hey, that's what I'm fucking talking 600 about. Six hundred ain't that far from five hundred shots. What did I tell you? Let's wrap this up the way we wrap up every single episode here on Causeway Street where we take our trip around the NBA with Joel's In Case You Missed It. 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 Of 498 players tested for oh, COVID. With Mark no, <laughs> Yo, you talking Mark Nah, man. I ain't talking Mark Elfold. Shut up. No, Shut up. I'm not saying nothing. I'm not saying Body's not even cold yet, my man. Yeah. Sorry. I'm sorry, Sean. Sean, I'm sorry. No, you know what? You just you just know that I just don't talk shit about Mark L. Fultz, okay? All right. In case you missed it, uh, the 498 players tested for COVID-19 since December 30th. Four new players have returned confirmed positive tests, including apparently Seth Curry. So anyone who has a return to confirmed positive test is isolated until they are cleared for leaving isolation under the rules established by the league. And of course, the Players Association. So, with that being said, the Celtics, for those that don't know, there's one, two, three, four, five, five players who are questionable against the Wizards, including Trishan Thompson, Grant Williams, Robert Williams, and Carson Edwards, because of what they're calling health and safety protocols, aka waiting on results for COVID or COVID test results are inconclusive, yada, yada, yada. Then you got Jeff Teague, obviously, who's uh, been nursing a sprained ankle, also listed as questionable. 
And obviously, Kemba Walker's out and Romeo Langford are out, remain out. So we shall see if any of those players come back. Hey, uh, Adrian Wojnarowski just said that Joel Embiid is quarantining himself because. Oh, because of Seth? A family member. Oh, a family member. Oh, 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 damn. See? This, this see, is. This is you, this, you gotta add to these, th- you know, when it comes to COVID, we gotta throw that in the equation when it comes to, uh, players either being in or out or if games don't get canceled, you know, we, we don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I was just gonna say, these are the kind of reports that make me, that make me worry about the future, whether it's, uh, two teams that have to cancel or there's just a huge, uh, outbreak where two or three games are canceled. Once you get into that, to that area, you could see the season be suspended. I hope yeah. that's, I know what? I mean, honestly, I think that that was what I, mean, I was trying to get at. thinking that too. So, you know, that was what I was trying to get at last last week. Like, it's not. It's like the NFL didn't have to cancel a game this year, right? Because they they play once a week. Oh, they postponed. Yeah, yeah they didn't cancel, but they did postpone some games. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you did say that though, Sean. Once a week compared to four four games a week. Yeah, right? yeah, that's what I. Yeah, yeah I, that's what I mean. I didn't. I definitely didn't get that point across, but that's what I was trying to find. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're playing every other day, and it's like there's no extended time off for anybody unless you have COVID. I, I hope everyone understood what I was fucking trying to say, but you know yeah, what I'm saying. Like, sure. You know, when when things like this happen, like especially with COVID protocols, like the NF, the NBA is going to be very conservative with it. So, like, yeah, did they let the Rockets play week one when they had nobody? No, they didn't. But that was week one, so it's whatever. But like as the year goes on, like there's gonna be friends and family that get COVID. Like it's more prevalent now than ever. So we'll see. Yeah. Well, in case you missed it, this is a part of the episode where you know we get a little serious for a second here because you know we can't just ignore. We just can't ignore what's going on in the world right now. Uh, As as much as a a lot of people who probably listen to this podcast or just people, sports fans in general, wanna wanna you know separate. You know, real life with, with, with sports, but, you know, I, I, I feel like this is my responsibility that, you know, we have to at least touch upon these topics, right? I mean, yeah, the, yeah man, I wouldn't, I didn't know you were going here. I thought you were going to tell me that somebody died. No, 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 but I was, what I was going to say, I was, what I was going to say, this, this was, this is going to tie into the next thing. You know, the police officer who shot Jacob Blake last summer will not be charged with any crimes, according to the local prosecutor. Bullshit. So, that brings me to the events that happened on Wednesday in DC, the riots in DC. Cause you, you know, if anybody was called, who was calling that a protest, it's full of shit. Cause that was not a protest. Cause that was a fucking riot at the very, at the very least. That was, yeah, siege, domestic terrorism, like any of these terms you can go with instead of calling that a protest. Cause or a protest that turned violent. Cause that wasn't a protest. They, they went there with the intent. To take over, you know, the Capitol, Capitol Hill, that building in particular, and they succeeded. Why did they hit the White House? Because the White House has had has had barriers for months in front of in front of it. That's what I'm saying. Anticipating shit like this, but not from not from the Trump supporters, from everybody else who doesn't support Trump. That's what they were anticipating it from. And guess what? They've been nothing but peaceful for the most part. I mean, yeah, there's been. Crazy people that have, you know, turned things violent, looting and, and other sorts, you know, and that's on, and that's on both sides. Like, for example, I, I remember here in Boston after the George Floyd killing, a peaceful protest for a good majority of the day. Once the, once nightfall came around, 
Who were the people that were arrested for, you know, for violence? Well, it was well, about- no, wait, wait. It's because they killed the black man for no reason. I got you, but who were the, who were the people who were arrested the most that night? Here in Boston, at least. I'm not going to talk about any other city. There were people who don't even live in Boston, who come from, came from the suburbs, and, and the majority of them were white people. It's just, let's just call it what it is. No, no. The reason, there's a, there's a huge difference between anything that happened because people were protesting because in the, in the past, and people got arrested in the past because they killed civilians for no reason, and they killed black civilians for no reason. And there's been a reason for that because it's been happening for 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 100 years in this country. And that's why people got mad is because it should be different now. But then when a guy loses office and you're going to sit here and fucking say that we can protest the same way and we can we can barge and we can do bigger things because our guy didn't win who's a racist ass motherfucker and is dividing the country and all of that, yo, this is this is not the country that I live in. This is not the country that I fucking believe in. This is not the country that I'm in and that I live in. Literally, you know what I did yesterday? I looked at international real estate. I'm getting out of this country. <laughs> You're just I swear to f- I'm leaving because I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it, bro. I'm fucking sick of it. I want to find a place that is that is pure, that I can raise my kid in, that is not going to be racist, that is not going to be fucking just bullshit after bullshit after bullshit. I'm sick of it, man. I'm fucking sick of it. I am. And, and you know what? All you white people out there that are listening that are like, yo, I love basketball, but I but I don't believe in what they stand for, fuck you. Fuck you. Stop listening to the podcast and go fucking figure out your own life. Yeah, I, I, I think uh, the, the most powerful thing about what the Celtics did was um, Brad Stevens just pretty much saying everyone's going to be happy when he's gone. Hopefully these things get better. Like, like We know what side of the fence Brad is on, but for him to just blatantly just be like, listen, I'm so tired of this Trump guy. You are too. Let's just pray that you know we can get through the transition smoothly. And then he piggybacks the conversation after the game. These guys, him, Tatum, Brown, they spent probably, I don't know, 90 seconds out of, what, 17 minutes uh, of their press conference where they talked about the actual game itself. I mean, it goes to show you how important it is. And, and I, I just can't, like, I mean, obviously it's been going around across the NBA, but I just think the Southerners have done it in a, in a unique way, whereas the head coach is not only in the forefront before the game even starts, but he's talking about it afterwards. And it's the conversation is so heavy that reporters are they don't even want to talk about much of the game, you know. Like that's the kind of attention. I mean, that's the way you bring attention to something like this, and they, they just continue to do a great job of that. So, yeah. If you remember, if you remember the last time on the podcast, I said, "Yo, why is the NBA still talking about the same thing that we've been trying to talk about forever?" And then you watch a motherfucking cop walk a motherfucker down the stairs. Holding her in. Capital yeah, building, holding her fucking hand. Are you fucking kidding me? Bro, it was like, like that, it was like, it was like, know, you know, like when the, when the club lets out and they're like, okay, guys, it's time to go. Yeah. Yeah, you guys yeah. have fun, you know, but you know, just drive home safe, you know, take, take, take care you know, now. It's time to leave. All right. You know what though? Take your time, but you know, y'all, y'all, y'all can't stay here. Y'all gotta go. That's what it was. That's what it, that's what it does for the city. Yeah. Exactly. And they're armed. <laughs> they're fucking armed and they're taking selfies with the, 
with I, I, I don't know what the fuck you even call these people. Joel, like <laughs> Capital Police. No, no, no. I'm talking about the the ones that that, that bum rushed the building that that were in oh, the building. Oh, oh, oh. Talk about the ones that were taking pictures with them and whatnot. You know what they're called? They're fucking called terrorists. Yeah. That's what they're fucking called. Yeah. And everyone that fucking did that should be the same shit. For those that want to be fucking neutral, quote neutral, you're 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 full of shit. You're 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 part of the problem. For those that voted for this motherfucker, and I don't care uh, if if you if you admit to yourself you made a mistake, like this this is what. This was bound to happen. This was bound to fucking happen. And you know what? You know what? This is what we were fucking trying to tell you. For four years. Like, the first time it happened, we were like, wow, I can't believe that uh, Hillary lost. Like, whatever. But Hillary was a horrible candidate. Yeah, but let's be honest, though. Why did she lose? But at the same time, the, the reason why she lost... Because she she's a woman. She won the popular I know, but vote. she lost electoral vote because she's a woman, bro. That's she you lost know? because of the, she lost because of the fucking email shit. That, that's that a more big deal. That's more that's that's like up there when it you comes to like being racist you know, or being or being, you know, or or or, or, or I don't know. It's just It doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah, it matter. doesn't matter. But like And then and then this time around, you know why Trump lost though? Let's be honest. Trump lost because he fucked up with COVID. Let's 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 call it what it is. Seventy four million people still voted for this motherfucker. They should be ashamed yeah. of themselves. Yeah, but seventy four people, seventy four million people still voted for them. But there's only about fifty thousand people that needed to be in Washington D.C. And somehow somebody let the back door of the Capitol open. You know what I mean? Like, this was a fucking planned event. Uh, you know, I, I'm not going to get into it. I don't want to get into it too hard, but that that shit, that shit yesterday, man, just uh, two days ago, just fucking literally made me think, like, you know, this country, even if, even if, even if the whole, the whole point is right now is that the good guys won and we got a president in there. We we already own the the house now. The Senate is going to be fifty fifty, and or the Congress is going to be fifty fifty. You know, with Georgia coming through, like does it does is it, is it weird that the same day that that Georgia swung the whole thing, there's a there's an attack on Congress. That was that was that was a plan, bro. That was a plan. Yeah, that was the whole plan. They, that was the whole knew, plan. They knew what kind of meeting they're gonna have. Yeah. That was a whole. That was a whole fucking plan. You think if it was a Black Lives Matter uh, protest or, or rally, that they wouldn't even got anywhere near, like a block or two blocks from 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 there, from the from from like the stairs. If it was a Black Lives Matter protest, there would be target practice. There's four people that died. There would be one. If, if the same thing happened with, um, if the same thing happened with, even even if it wasn't a Black Lives Matter protest, anything that, that any any kind of protest that Trump is not for, it, 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 you you wouldn't you wouldn't have seen anybody get get anywhere near the stairs. Never mind into the building. <laughs> they tried. <laughs> Do you see those motherfuckers walking? Bro, That's they were crazy. they were climbing they, the walls, bro. Like but when they got it, well, no, no. But when, when somebody did open the door, they all stayed walking it within the ropes. The FBI is asking for help and then identifying these people. Like they don't have a problem identifying black or brown people. 
They just arrest them and then they figure it out later. Come on, come on. This is a mockery of democracy. This is just being irresponsible with the things that come out of Trump's mouth. Because there's too many people who drink the Kool-Aid and you, and he continues to say that the election was stolen when there's no proof. Honestly, bro, I think we're giving there Trump is no, a lot of there credit. is no fraud. I think we're giving Trump a lot of credit. I don't think, it, I don't think it's all Trump. No, but I think it's the, it's the Republican Party. Yeah, but it's then, but, but that's, but that's where I'm going it's with. Ten, that's where I'm Ted going with Cruz. it. It's Ted Cruz. That's where I'm going it's with it. Yeah, fuck Joseph Ted Cruz. Ollie, fuck, know? fuck, you know Giuliani. All these people that basically incited this this riot to go to go down. And now they want to act like they're shocked, like, oh my god, I can't believe this happened. Come on. This this uh it's just fucking ridiculous. Like he's gotta go. I don't give a fuck if there's, you know, two weeks left. He's gotta go. Arrest this motherfucker. Not for if not for uh if not for what happened for this riot, but arrest him for all the stuff that he was getting charged and accused of before he even got elected. Like No, make him make him a terrorist. Arrest him for this shit. Whatever, just just get just get just lock him up. I don't give a fuck for what. Just there's, there's too many, there's too many things that you can, you can, you can lock them up for. So, um, justice for Breonna Taylor, justice for, you know, George Floyd, justice for Jacob Blake. Uh, it's, I don't even, I'm just, I, so many, so much shit I want to say, but yo, hashtag Black Lives Matter. I'm, I, I'm going to keep saying it. I said it last week. I'm going to keep saying it. Black and brown lives matter. And if you respond with, well, all lives matter, well, then fucking act like it then. When people start acting like all lives matter, then you won't have to worry about marches or protests because then they will feel like, yeah, we do matter. But until then, this is where we're at. And I'm not, I'm not naive to think that, oh, Biden's going to, you know, he has his magic wand is going to change everything in the next four years. No. But another four four more years with this douchebag that's currently in office, that can't happen. And it and, and and thank God it's not going to happen. So this is this like I said, this is where this is where we at. This is where we at. Yeah, man. I mean, um Yo, watching the watching the, the those images, watching the video, watching yes. watching people do absolutely nothing to prevent this that could have been prevented. Did you see the cops? Did you see the cops that were supposed to be protecting the front door, and they were like, "No, no, 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 please, no, 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 no." You have guns. You have fucking batons. You have. Yo, if that that's a Black Lives Matter protest, it don't matter. It's on fucking Main Street in your fucking city, and they're blasting their motherfucking asses with tear gas, fucking right in their fucking face, bro. They're blasting that shit. Yeah. So, um, please don't, please don't, please don't come in, please don't, please don't come in, and then it's like, oh no. And then, the, and then the 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 fucking douchebags that 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 were interviewed talking like we had to do this. This is a revolution. Like, what are you fucking talking about? Because the, your president, your, the person that you wanted to be president, lost. Really? The fuck out of here, dude. No, so we're 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 basically fucked. We're basically fucked. Unless, unless, unless Biden just fucking absolutely fires everybody and hires everyone else. Yeah. 
Well, I just wanted to just end that, end, end that on, uh, and this in case you missed it on, on that note, cause it just, I could, I couldn't just let it, you know, fester without saying, and there's so much more I want to say, but I'm going to leave it at that. Um, say it, bro. follow us now. I, I just, I, maybe, maybe I'll, 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 I'll muster up a, a, an article to, to say what I want to say. Cause sometimes, you know, the writing comes out better than, than what I want to say vocally. So, um, follow us on all social media accounts, platforms. At Causeway, from March up until now, and I've mentioned it before, but I, it's, I think it's worth mentioning. Our followers and all on all our social media platforms have gone down, and if that's what it takes to weed out all the prejudiced people, no, no, then so be it. If you want, if you if you when you want to follow us, great. If you don't, or you or you unfollow us, it is what it is. But I'm gonna leave it at that. Um, this week's way, what do we got on uh, on the Patreon? Uh, man, we got another brand new episode, of course, of After Hours, and uh, I, think I'm go, I think I'm gonna go rookie Tatum for the next one for our next one on one. So uh, rookie Tatum? Yeah, man, rookie Tatum. I, I want I want people to see the difference because, man, I, I think we spoke for about three four minutes, and I think I asked about twelve questions. Like that's that was rookie Tatum. Every question you ask, you got a ten to fifteen second response tops, if that. Sometimes you only get like four or five words. So, um, yeah. And then of course, you know, brand new episode. Uh, we actually recorded. We did. We did the opposite of this one, right, guys? We we started warming up, and all of a sudden, That's I, what I, think I'm saying. Got, I think we got two episodes in that one. So we, we, we'll we'll have that out for you as well. It was a reunion. It was a reunion. That's why. <laughs> Yo, y'all already know what to do. Y'all want this exclusive content. Y'all want to hear exclusive interviews. Y'all want to, y'all want to hear, like, we, we talk about everything here. Okay. It's not just basketball. It's not just sports. We talk about life, crazy shit, not so crazy shit, and everything in between. So hit up the, hit up the Patreon, subscribe, Causeway Patreon. Okay. That's the after hours. All right. You have a great new episode waiting for you on top of this one. How about that? Fuck yeah. As soon as you, as soon as you finish listening to this, Brand new content waiting. And on top of that, uh, if you sus- if you sus- all the episodes, so you get the uh, the entire uh, hey, every episode that we've that hey. we put out. Yeah, I'm gonna, t- I'm gonna say this way. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna put this out there. I'm gonna spot everyone's first month right now. Oh, I'll, give you, I'll give you three dollars if you if you subscribe right now. It's three dollars a month. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna spot your three months right now. And so what? What's today's date? January, January 8th. We're recording this, you know, January just, just after midnight, January 8th, Friday. If you subscribe to the Patreon by February 8th, I'm going to give you your $3 back. I got you. Yo, oh, real quick before, before we get out of here. Before yeah, I forget, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Payton, Payton Pritchard's nickname. Uh, we had a, we had a, a big Cosby supporter, uh, talking about, uh, how much he loves the in case you missed this segment on the, on the Celtics post game show on CLNS media. He was like, you gotta, we got to start calling Pritchard uh, the Boston Pea Party, which is obviously not going to go nuts, you know, across the nation. But he was like, yo, Sway, tell the guys, in case you missed it, make sure you tell Sean and Joel. You know, he said it like three times. So I, I'm putting it out there. I'm relaying the message. So I'm, I'm guessing he wants a reaction from you guys. That, that's, all right. That's so, all right. We appreciate the love. So we'll do this. 
between now and the next episode, you know, oh, me and Sean. TV party? Nah, man. Don't, <laughs> nah, nah. Oh, nay. Nay, 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 nay on that. We'll, 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 we'll ponder that. All three of us will ponder that within the next week before the next episode comes out. And then we'll, so nay on all of them? we'll come up, we'll come up with that. Uh, we'll come up I with like, it. I don't huh? I don't no, let's do it right now, Joel. Let's do it right now. You want to do it right now? Well, no, I just want to. Asking you guys, yay or nay? Something you guys both for nay on that. Oh, the Boston Pea Party. I mean, you know why? I think of I think of the Boston Three Party when when Pierce Garnett and 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 Ray came got together. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah, but I feel like that's the ESPN commercial. Yeah, but that's what I think of when (laughs) I hear it. That's what I hear when I think it. I mean, there's got to be a nickname out there. I don't like the Pea Rabbit. I'm not feeling that at all. Perk. I I like Pea Rabbit. I don't know. It's just weird. No, you can't do PP, man, because that's Paul Pierce, bro. Fast PP. That's even worse. It sounds like you—he's you, just—he's just a quick pisser. That's what it sounds like to me. That's what it's supposed to be sound like. That's just weird. Would you just call him wicked? Hold on, wicked PP. Why are you putting us down? It's still here. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> it's all right. Bro. I know, right? You're supposed to mute yourself. That's how that works. Yeah. <laughs> he finally himself. He's looking at his phone. He's like, "What the fuck?" What? <laughs> <laughs> Keep all this. <laughs> look at the look on his face. He's just like he's just moving. He's just moving his hands, and we just don't hear shit. <laughs> I don't know how time it is. <laughs> and then the, the best part of it is he can still hear us too. If it's fast, I like I like two nicknames for a pre picture. I like fast PP because that's funny. But the Boston Boston PP party, I mean, that be even be honest with me. PP jokes will never get old for you, huh? All right, all right another another serious question. Uh, is, he a, is he a star uh, new North point guard, or, or is he still repping Fall River all day? Which one? Fall oh, River again. Yo, Fall River by a mile. You know why? My guy had the Sean John hoodie after the 23.8 assist performance. My guy, where did you get that from? Repping, bro. You still I'm get a Sean John the hoodie. The only place that still sells Sean John or FUBU is... Fall River and New Bedford. That's the only place you and it's, out of, and, it's out, and it's out of the trunk of somebody's car. Yeah. Not, not yeah. no store. And, and you're like, yo, this that new fresh joint. Not out of and the store. Like, no, nah, 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 nah. Nah, nah, nah. nah. Yeah, nah, it's, that's, that's out of the trunk oh, of somebody's car. They'd be like, they'd be like, 1999, get these free tees. <laughs> yo, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. XL, double XL, triple XL even. Person would walk by and say, "You get triple XL, there, bro." <laughs> Yo, let me get one of them kids. Let me get one of them white tees, bro. Yo, fall river tees, bro. Three for twenty. Three for twenty. Three for twenty. Expressions. No, no, no. What was that? Hip Zeppi. That's where you get get probably guys. Hip Zeppi. Hip Zeppi was that was before expressions. Yeah. So expressions used to be in the mall. Yeah. So. Uh, what about what did you do about ED lens though? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, yo, Ducha was, Ducha, Ducha was dead ass serious when he said it too. But we were like, "What?" Yo, what are you talking about, bro? Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, kids. Until, until next week. Until next. Until next time. Take care of yourself. Love each other. Positivity here in 2021. Sean, I hope, I hope your Twitter slash Venmo just starts blowing up like crazy. For real. For real. Tired of running.